for witches are comprehended. In other words, he's saying they know. They know about their God. They don't give a fuck about it. But in the last, none but such are with this knowledge that I've spoken of. So he's saying that that knowledge that they got ain't shit and don't exist is only known to them. So we get rid of them and that knowledge, then everybody will fall up under the God spell. That makes sense. Yeah, that was pretty hard hitting, Brother Sean. And, and the fact that purposely he made a distinction with the wording, and that's why we talk about that words also play very important meanings, um, how he did the G-O-D, uh, capital G, uh, small O, small D, and then the capital all caps God. So clearly he's making a distinction uh, between the two. Um, so thank you for that, Brother Sean, for pointing that out. And it's interesting, as you read this, you're going to see them do, I'm getting a lot of um, background noise from somebody. Um, um, as As you read through this, you're going to uh, read how a lot of playing of the words are going on in here, and it's like double, triple meanings to the words. And, you know, these are the same type of tricks that we see today with these folks' uh, legal ease system as well as even to the the later book to come, which was the Holy Bible, which when you're reading through stuff, it'll have four or five meanings. So um, very good for that, Brother Sean, and to point out the differences in the gods that he was speaking on. Okay, um, we're going to go to Chapter 3, and Chapter 3 was the difference between uh, magic and how do you say that? Is it necromancy? I know I'm not pronouncing it right. Um, is where ne- magic necromancy. Ne- necromancy. 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 Okay, so the difference between magic and necromancy, and if you're following along, that starts on page 13. Um, okay, so Brother Sean, I'll let you if you wanted to start out with with yours. Um, on some of the points you wanted to give off on this chapter, and then I'll um, follow behind you. Okay. If not, I can go. I could go. I just didn't want to hog it up. <laughs> oh. Okay, he say, I would gladly first hear what this thing is that ye call magi or necromancy. He goes off into the etymology of the word. This word magi in the Persian tongue imports as much as to be any contemplator or interpreter of divine and heavenly sciences. So they know exactly what it is. They ain't thinking about demons or no 
riches or spells, he lets you know right there that he talks yep. about divine yep. and heavenly things, mm-hmm. which being first used among the Chaldees through their ignorance of the true divinity was esteemed and reputed amongst them as a principal virtue, therefore was named unjust, unjustly with an honorable style, which named the Greeks imitated, generally important all these kinds of unlawful arts. So, again, he stood up and admit that they would then turn around and use it themselves for unjust. Yep. Yes, he did. And just real quick on the um, the Chaldees, I had pulled, because I'm like, who the hell is the Chaldees? <laughs> so I had to go um, search. Oh, on, Wikipedia. Um, it was a Semitic-speaking nation that existed between the late 10th or 9th and mid-6th centuries B.C., after which it and its people were absorbed and assimilated into Babylonia. It was located in the marshy lands of the far southeast corner of Mesopotamia and briefly came to rule Babylon. Okay, so I just wanted to put into perspective to the family, um, the, the Chaldees, who he's saying was using these sciences Okay, that kind of tripped me out too, Brother Sean. Oh, but in chapter one, it was it was uh, witchcraft and sorcery. Mm-hmm. Now in uh, chapter one and two, it was witchcraft and sorcery. Now we are um, get down to three, and now it's um, part of the sciences. So I I thought that was just absolutely interesting as well and also in the chapter um, he talks about astrology and um, interestingly enough what I found interesting is that he kind of talks about astrology in a favorable perspective um, saying that astrology will lead one to want more knowledge so it so he was double talking a lot in this chapter is what I'm trying to get at because he starts off by saying uh, that the Chaldees are using these high sciences, but then he goes into yeah you know astrology also, but you know if you use these things, then that's gonna lead you to want more knowledge, which is going to lead you deeper into magic. Okay, so I kind of cracked up. I'm like, so you're really telling the truth when you say that, because even those of us that started studying consciousness, the more you study, the more you go within the more you want to know, the more you keep growing, the stronger you become spiritually, okay? So that's pretty much what he's saying, but he's using reverse psychology to say, yeah, don't really mess with that because the more you mess with it, the more that magic stuff you're going to um, want to use. So then he goes into kind of putting it into 
what's lawful and what's not. And he was saying all of it will appear lawful, so meaning all of the magic that folks are using will appear as lawful as they claim to have knowledge of things to come. We talked about that in uh, Chapter 2. They will study from degree to degree. Now, degree to degree is very interesting because as those secret societies, it's all about the degrees of knowledge that they promote each other in the sciences, okay? So he's really telling on himself, but if you don't know what he's talking about, it'll go over your head. So he says they will study from degree to degree upon the slippery and uncertainty where the arts of lawful arts or sciences fails to satisfy their restless mind minds even to seek to that black and unlawful science of magic. Okay, hold up, blood. Why are you going to say either it's lawful or it's not lawful? So you're contradicting yourself purposely. He is doing this. says, we're finding at uh, the first that such diverse forms of circles and conjuring rightly um, join thereunto, excuse me, so in other words, doing rituals or as um, – the brothers spoke on coming together, conjuring up energies will raise such diverse forms of spirits to resolve them of their doubts and attributing the doing thereof to the power inseparably tied or inherit in the circle and may words of God confusedly wrap in. So in other words, he's saying, let's back up to what he is saying. So as Brother Sean pointed out, he up there going to tell the Chaldees and them that, yeah, 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 we know that y'all using the magic, which is really high sciences. And then he goes into, uh, you know, and I know that, Y'all using the devil's school of astrology, um, but, you know, when y'all doing that, it's going to lead you to want even more knowledge, which is going to lead you to magic, okay? And then he tries to justify what part of magic is lawful and what part of magic is unlawful, so he's really going in hard on the performing of rituals and conquering up the different spirits that he is considering unlawful and it's the devil's work, um, et cetera. So I'm going to pause in case somebody want to um, put something on that because I, I just found that contradictory double talk and that just mind-blowing. Hey, sis. Uh-huh. Go ahead, brothers. <clears throat> the other part of it was when he goes off into ne- necromancy. And this word necromancy is a, is Greek. 
Greek word yes. compounded yes. of I ain't even gonna pretend like I can pronounce them two words. Which is to say the prophecies by the dead. The last yes. name is given to this black and unlawful science by the figure Tenadochi, because it is a principal part of the art to serve themselves with dead carcasses, carcasses, I guess, mm-hmm. and their divinations. So, trying to say that we were doing blood sacrifices. Well, I could almost remember them bringing that, you know, unless how long that some of the ancestors was burning their bodies as they was trying to come over here? <laughs> that could have very well been so. That and because all I keep getting out of um him bringing up witchcraft and necromancy and thank you for bringing up for clarifying the definition of necromancy is the fact that he don't want them to do no rituals. They're li- They're literally afraid of the rituals and but using the guise of it being the devil's work. So, yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me that uh, during the uh, necromancy that blood rituals, uh, probably burning of the body, sacrificing was being done because of the wars that was going on as they were going around the planet uh, conquering the indigenous people um, and enslaving them. So right. that's a very, very good point. I'm sorry. Go ahead on, brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yes, uh, I, I, I actually, oh, oh, sorry. Um, go I, ahead. I just wanted to point out that the prophecies by the dead. Um, okay, so okay. They, they didn't pray to the ancestors. So them ah, being as primitive ancestors and being empowered through that also, they prayed to a yes. God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm, okay, go ahead on, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, Andrew. I'm, I'm, I'm here reading along now. I, I'm i actually reading my other phone uh, from a PDF file, but... um. I actually want to go back to the part uh, that Sean came up with earlier about the. Let me go back to it. Where it says, God forbid. No, uh, it's about the part where it said, uh, which chapter is this? Chapter 2. And it okay. says that God forbid for the sin against the Holy Ghost had two branches. The one, a falling back from the whole service of God, GLD, from what they put out here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, I- I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, well, he was a king of Scotland and essentially one of uh, England as well. But then when you're using the word God here, uh, just the, the title itself is German. So it appears that uh, some allegiance with uh, Germany of some sort, uh, if mm-hmm. for one, it couldn't be the name German at that time because it wasn't given the name Germany. But mm-hmm. it would still be German. Now, we also understand that with the word uh, God in German, you get the word Goth, Goth, you understand? So, mm-hmm. 
Then we translate that, and we find out that their God is in the darkness, or that their God is the darkness itself. Now, we go back to the film. Again, I know I keep using films here. This is something I do here. Uh, we go back to the film, Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, servant of the Dark Dimension, Cassilius said he wants to bring forth the Dark Dimension. And bring that into the world where he said that if it was brought back, it, the, the, the sciences and knowledge from it will grant humanity all the secrets of the universe and, and therefore grant them with full immortality. Now, of course, we've seen in that film the Celtic god or goddess or her becoming a man to essentially hide who she was uh, told them not to use this, uh, this energy. And mm-hmm. therefore... When he finds out, he finds out by reading the books. The books he reads are the books. It's the book of time. Yep. The book of time is the Bible. Because the, mm. the Bible is the book of time. So it's the beginning of time, which you essentially see in the middle of time and the end of time. Mm-hmm. So he read the Bible, and what he called the secrets of the dark dimension, dark dimensions being the dark father, the dark Vader. So I'm going back to the the G-O-D. In the service mm-hmm. of the G-O-D, when we break down the word God, we get gold, oil, and drugs. Mm. So therefore, in service of the merchandise that they have acquired from other lands, that's mm-hmm. the whole purpose of taking the lands as well. Because now we're talking about the gold, the oil, and the drugs, the being the opium of that time. Mm-hmm. So their commerce. In other words. Yes. Well, that's the whole point. The the whole Inquisition was an enterprise to snatch up, as we just said, as you just stated, yep. the commerce. Yeah, this is deep. <laughs> I mean, it's just deep. That's for every angle. It's just, wow. Yeah. It's, it's deep because... In chapter three, he had talked about bond slaves. So I'm gonna let y'all get uh, give y'all a chance to get to the chapter three where. Um, so chapter three, y'all starts on page uh, thirteen. Um, and so to help y'all get one? there. Hmm. Is it book one? Yeah, we're still in book one. Yeah, we're okay. still in book okay. one. Yeah, yeah. So page um, thirteen, and it talks about um, uh, they blindly glory of themselves, and if they had by their quickness of image, uh, or it could be imagined, made a conquest of Pluto's dominion, and were become emperors. Over the Stygon, um, and I looked that up, it meant uh, muddy rivers, uh, habitables, where in the meantime, miserable wretches, they are becoming in every deed bond slaves to their mortal enemy. That just blew me all the way over, y'all. They are becoming in every deed bond slaves to their mortal enemy and their knowledge. 
for all that they presume thereof is nothing increased except in knowing evil and horrors of hell for punishment thereof, as Adam was by the eating the forbidden tree. Now, that blew me all the way out the water because when I saw the bond slave, that's when I started thinking of commerce. So y'all caught the commerce back up in chapter two. <laughs> so I'm like, did he just sit up here and say that pretty much he reversed it on them? So in other words, the further and further they get away from the tree of knowledge, which is the forbidden tree, let's be clear. That, that tree in the Bible was talking about knowledge. So the further they got away, meaning the indigenous people, got away from the knowledge, they become bond slaves to their mortal enemy. I'm like, wow. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brother Sean. Yes. <laughs> You got to think about our connection to the giant tree, the ancestors' mm-hmm. connection to the giant tree, and that's taking you off into Avatar. Your Lord is brother, because he he excellent with the movie breakdowns. Y'all look at along yes. perfectly on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. Go ahead, brother. Um, Andrew, you want to put something on that? Because yeah, the 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 tree of life to me are those mm-hmm. that the ancient trees, not just tree trees, plural. But I I want you to put yes. something on that for sure, brother. Well, you, you, well uh, uh, they're talking about the all of the uh, cedar trees they found over here. Um, well, I usually tell people, uh, uh, close friends, or just regards when I'm teaching people, uh, students of mine. Um, I always tell them that the the entire uh, region or this entire continent that we call the Americas or as others we refer to as uh, Turtle Island, all of it was mm-hmm. essentially a wilderness, all of it. Yeah. So they come here and they see these massive cedar trees. And I'm like, wow, these, you see trees you had never seen before, trees that are bigger than what you thought was a big tree when you came from. Like, dang, this is a big tree. You come over here like, wow, this is a tree? Right. You sure? Sure. I thought this was a house. You sure there ain't three houses combined? You sure there ain't five pyramids? Because that's how big the trees were. Right. It would take them a long time to bring them down, but uh, they brought always brought down your most sacred ones, the ones you have mm. uh, gave reverence to because you, you have grown them for so long. They have been, they have been around for so long that, that these are the ones bringing them down will hurt you the most. Like, oh. Maybe this is a, this is the source of your powers, or we'll bring this down then. And that's what they would do. They'll keep the other trees, mm-hmm. and to eventually start tearing those down so they can build on them, build them land. But they will always take down the most powerful, the most, the the mm-hmm. oldest tree, the most massive tree that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. They always want to take that one down. Now, I also want to state that there are a couple of uh, other city trees in this planet. Uh, especially here in America, that they still uh, they have never taken down. They just have built around it. And they made sure they built around it so they can keep it concealed to themselves. So you never know where it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas they got the ones they have destroyed. 
it's kind of like listening to them when they say that, oh, we went into Egypt and we purchased all the books. Well, we know that's a lie because why would right. you do that? The whole purpose right. of going to Egypt was to find the secret. So why would you burn all the books? Mm-hmm. Now, what right. you really should be saying is that you uh, burned what you wanted to burn and kept the rest. Yep. You see, that's why they gave us the movie Fahrenheit uh, 451, especially this remake with uh, Michael B. Jordan. And showed us that, hey, you know, even with all this burning, we still keep stuff for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they let you know on low key, yeah, we uh, burnt some books, <laughs> but we kept the ones that really were important. Wow. That's a very, very good breakdown. And, and Brother Sean knows this, and the family knows this, that, you know, we know, well, certain one of us know anyway, that when those trees came down, uh, it also lowered the vibration, and it even changed the atmosphere structure of the planet as well. So in other words, the air that we used to breathe with our beautiful ancient trees it's not the same air that we're breathing now. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And that also goes the same for with the water because uh, the water also takes uh, from the oxygen of the uh, the trees as well. All the plant life, the algae, all, all that stuff was supposed to essentially all be combined and like, like I got to say, it, they, they work cohesively with one another. So yeah. there's water in the plant, the trees must be on the plant. Everything has to Work in accordance with one another or one accord. So when they start tearing the trees down, as you mentioned, then yes, the water start becoming more corrupt, or the water start changing its uh, its color. Because really, um, what we see the uh, the reflection of water now was not as a, as a reflection, but um, that goes along with tearing down the trees, uh, creating um, man-made oceans. Because they would use dynamite to essentially mm-hmm. uh, destroy areas and, and you know, also flood areas, right? Like they did with uh, New yep. Orleans. Yep. Uh, flood areas out, and you know, you think these areas are always underwater. Oh, these ancient cities are underwater. No, in actuality, they flooded the area. So now it's underwater. Got so you. So you go underwater and you see it. Got you. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, when I. um. Think of in in respect of the the trees. Let's just take New York alone, mm-hmm. because New York used to just be all trees. From yes, you know it is documented accounts of people that standing on the New York lines, and all they can see what they're calling now are boroughs, were just all the trees. Mm-hmm. So just right. think, and, and of course, large, some of them large ancient trees, um, as Brother Andre discussed, but just think of how much excavation that had to be done. We're just talking, I'm just talking New York alone right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And then in the place of it, all of the digging that was done, um, and putting concrete structures on these islands um, so none of it's natural. And then in addition to that, blowing up 
the underground to create the subway systems. And um, they even in New York, it is said that that subway system even runs underneath uh, or through water as well. And um, I recently had the opportunity, this was my first time, I um, was riding through New York. I took a road trip. And when you're uh, going through and, and you're going through like West Virginia and Pennsylvania and you see ooh, the different bridges and tunnels where they had to blast through what they are calling mountains, which we know was more than likely a tree. And they mm-hmm. still have above, you know, the, the the naming of the bridges that they call in on the tunnels, they call themselves giving respect to the different indigenous tribes based on the way they, they name them. I just really got really emotional about it because you think about the, the devastation that has happened across the planet to tear up something so natural and so beautiful to keep everything in balance, to keep everything at a certain functional high vibration, to replace it with concrete, which is something that is destructible, that's not renewable, uh, it just it just blows my mind. Um, so, you know, thank you for that, brother, for bringing it back to the perspective on on the tree. And it really hit me hard when he said that, you know, the further away they get from the tree of knowledge, uh, they will become bond slaves um, by their enemy. And that's exactly what has taken place. Um, So I'll pause. That's all I had on Chapter 3. I'm not sure, Brother Sean, if you had something else you want to put on chapter three uh oh let me look at the board okay okay I didn't know if you dropped off I said let me look at the board <laughs> okay yeah, I, I so now I'm sorry go ahead okay I was just glancing over it to see if there was something but they go off into about astrology yes and you say astrology is the devil's school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because chap- he started it off in Chapter 3, and then in Chapter 4, he was, uh, the um, debate is, um, or the comparison or however you want, the argument, I like how Brother Sean put it, the argument is in Chapter 4, the difference between astronomy and astrology. I said. Oh, huh? But this is also mm-hmm. in chapter three. Surely okay, the go difference ahead. is. Surely, the difference is that um, vulgar put between them is very merry, and in a manner true, for they say that the witches are servants only, and slaves to the devil. But the necromancers are his masters and commanders. Yes. And far as how can that be true? Yet any man 
any man being specially addicted to his service can be his commanders. He said, yea, they may be, but it is only to come to quit. For it is not by any power that they can have over him, but ex facto, whereby he obliges himself in some trifles to them, that he may on the other part obtain the fruition of their body and soul, which is the only thing he hunts for. Wow. So, I mean, if we can bring that up to present day with these entertainers selling their souls for fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you can also you can, you can also bring to the fact that they call this a democracy, which is the root of demons. Mm. So we're in the demons position, and we do things that keep in the demons position. Right. Well, their their demon that they conjured up using, Mm -hmm. excuse me, the same sciences that they tell us that's witchcraft. Right. (laughs) So, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, brother. um, The necromancers are his commanders, his masters and commanders. Mm Mm-hmm. Witches are servants only. Now, from this, we can give necromancers over to those who sign treaties and think that the white man is his servant. He just lets you think that and give you privileges. and Yes. Ultimately, he do you in soon as he feel like it, like he right. did back then. He ain't under not one treaty. Exactly. True. Exactly. Very powerful point, Brother Sean. And I thought of it because he talked about that, and we're going to get into it. When he, y'all, he even went into contracts. I'm like, I can't be reading this correct. I cannot be reading that this man is going to talk about these spiritual contracts, but um, yes, I mm. even put that onto Hollywood or Hollywood, but it's the same. It's the same formula, family, over and over again. Okay, the same exact formula that they're using up to this day. So, brother Sean made a, a great point. Um, the folks that went into these contracts slash treaties. Um, you know, thinking that they possibly had the upper hand when, mm-hmm. in turn, it got flipped on them, okay? And you can even say that even, Brother Sean, because I thought when I was reading this, I thought of um, all of the, the melanated uh, European courts, the, the kings and queens is where I'm going. With, they mm-hmm. got double-crossed as well because they had contracts and agreements with um, the Caucasians that they gave a certain amount of knowledge and let into their courts and sent them over to the Americas to be the first explorers and started letting them be the overseers. They turned around and flipped that crap right on them. 
and got them right out of power, although we know all of them are not out of power. That's a separate story, separate discussion. But, um, yes, very, very good point. Okay, uh, we're going to move into Chapter 4, the difference between astronomy and astrology. Now, y'all, I can't make this up. Here's my take on it, and then I'm going to let Brother Sean um, and Brother Andrew and Sis put something on it, and there's uh, whatever uh, they got out of the chapter. But it's saying that um, that the practice of, and I, I had to clean up the language so it could be understood, so I'm interpreting this. Um, it was stated that the, the practice of natural medicine using herbs is an evil art um, of the devil, um, but what is approved such in all times and ages. And then it goes to say, as in special, this science of astrology. So once again, admitting that it's a science, which is one of the special members of the mathematics. Okay, so now he's truly talking about the metaphysics side of um, it all. Okay, um, and then he goes on to explain that astronomy uh, is the study of the planets, stars, their course, and ordinary uh, motions. And he does credit the Greeks for the word astronomy. Um, and then he states that in the law of the stars, and it is an art of one of the members of mathematics. Um, and then he is giving a shout out to that it is lawful, but also commendable. Okay, so I'll pause in case. Um, Brother Sean, you have something to put on it. Um, Brother Andre, assist Sandra before I go on with my two cents. <laughs> yeah. All right, going down to where he say, I mean, either by such kind of terms, it's commonly draft wives versus for healing or for spoken goods for preserving them for evil eyes, by knitting round trees and sun-dried kind of herbs to the hair or tails of the goods, by curing the worm, by stemming of blood, by healing of horse crooks, by turning of the riddle, or doing such like innumerable things by words without applying anything. Need to that part offended as mediciners do. <laughs> so to the medicine um, men or, or women that could not only use the herbs, but could use the science or the language or the energies mm -hmm. to heal as well. Yep, chance. and the chants or what we call mantras today, chants. Absolutely. So I'm like, whoa, he, they're putting it, putting it all out here in this book. And it sh now it makes sense. And I'm just seeing you stick this one. I apologize, sweetie. I was reading, so I wasn't watching the board. I'll bring you in in a second. Um, now it makes sense 
how the indigenous people um, started losing or lost the knowledge of those sacred sciences because it was calculated and planned to suppress it and um, persecute people for it. So I'll pause, um, Brother Andrew, if you have something to put on it. Okay. Uh, I don't know because I hear a feedback. Let me see. And my board, y'all, is acting up, so that's no shock to me, of course. Yeah, he's still there. Um, okay, I guess he'll come back in when you get a chance. Sis, did you have anything you want to put on it before I bring in 6 1? Uh, well, I just want to say that most of the things they say is bad. Is actually what's good for us, and the yeah. now the thing they say is that's a double double what's it double sided stuff. They say it's good for us, it's bad for us. Our religion, right. our food, our water, our air—you know—they have changed everything and switched it around, so we can't hardly exist anymore. But then again, what you say in the beginning in your song, the time is up. That's right. They, they were given that time to rule and reign and destroy us, and now they can't do that anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let me bring on 661, and I apologize if you were holding long. We were deep into the reading. I didn't see you, so <laughs> here we go. 661, your line is open. Uh-oh, maybe you didn't want to talk. 661? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Okay. You Did you have something you, you want to I'm good, but love, how are you? I'm doing well. I was listening to the show, and uh, I, every time I tried to, you guys were in the zone, I wanted to put a punchline in there, but I couldn't get in there, so it's okay. <laughs> um, I wanted to say, you know, um, even when in Thessalonians, when it said the dead in Christ shall rise, and those that remain are still alive will be caught up. Well, the root word of the word rapture means to rape and to pinch. <clears throat> so if you look up the etymology.com of the root word of rapture, that's what it means. So they were telling us from the gate, we're going to rape y'all through Christ Jesus. <clears throat> Dang. Oh. <laughs> They were coming with what? The sword. It doesn't matter yep. which way you put the word S on there, if it's at the or beginning word. of the word That's or right. at the end. They came That's with the right. sword, and they used it to take us down. Because mm-hmm. even the book said, for foreign nations that we do not know their language nor their tongue. So when they came here, we didn't know them. We fought them every time they came here. We fought them, but we sure didn't know did. Them. Right. So eventually we let them in. So the 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 root word of it came in the 1500s. Well, we know for a fact 1500s of the word rapture was when that Catholic Church brought their asses over here. Well, yep, that's so true. The European side of the Catholic Church, not the real Catholic Church. Right. 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 Very good point. And you know that. Um, 
King James, which again, melanated man, he brought his ass over here um, prior to releasing that Bible. Correct. Okay. So I can't remember if it was uh, before he released this demonology. I will have to go back and check that, um, and I'll let you well, let you all know for sure. But he was over in the Americas. Well, you know, let's go with the birth certificate part. They got that mm-hmm. Suquez Villas Trust that, that they put the birth certificate in, and it was meant to take your life. It came out at the same time King James commissioned that book. It came at the same yes. time that book was written, all that stuff. If you look further into King James history, you'll find out that he has a trust account. Yes, because find, what, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I didn't mean to interrupt you. And when you read the back of the Bible, you'll find out the Catholic Church has copyrights to it. Yes. Yes, because the story is that King James – um, came to the Americas on an expedition, and by the time he left up out of the Americas, he had went back to Europe to patent, put a patent on the lands of the Americas. Now, just think Correct. of how deep that is. You come over for a visit, so that's like Sean come over my house, as a guest for a visit, he stayed for a week, kick, kick it, whatever, this, that, and the third. Then next thing I know, he leaves, goes back to his crib, and you go file paperwork to own my house? The, re- the only way they did is why they used the terminology state. When they put the word state in the vocabulary, they got rid of the word territory. Because it was the Louisiana Purchase, it was the Mexican Territory. So they turned it into states, and they used that root word to control the population. That's the key word that people overlook. They look at the word united, but they're not looking at the word state. So what is it they have? You're a state. Your state of yes. mind, your state of conscience. So they use that word so far off, and so they use it as a copywriting tool to control the masses. Yes, very good point, very good point. Now, I found the information. So King James came over here in 1603. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his that mother, was look, after. Look up his mother. Look yeah, up his mother. They, they yeah, they she had the company. His mom, though, right? Right. They, but she had a company. I think it was her who had the company, and then King James probably went over there and slaughtered her and took the company from her because he was next in line. You know how they passed it down from generation to generation. Right. Right. Because they did roll the patent up into the uh, the London Corporation. So you're absolutely yes. right. I didn't know his mom Correct. owned it. That's deep. That yes. makes it even deeper. But yes, yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So he came so, over here after he wrote <sighs> Demonology, just a couple of years after he wrote Demonology. Correct. Correct. They they had to critique. They had to critique the language, and they had to make us see. The English language probably goes further back than we think. They're trying to make it seem like it's a new language, and so on and so forth, like it never existed. All they right. did mm-hmm. was add the verb, verb, verb form to the language. The language yeah, is probably yeah, that reading this. 
Mm-hmm. You see what yes. I'm saying? So, so this is the trickery in the language base. They say, oh, they took them to a place with a language that they may not know. They just added a vowel. Right. It was probably still the same language because a mm-hmm. lot of us don't have sure. to speak it very well. And you don't have to yes. be no slave to speak this language. True that. No. <laughs> True that. Yes, I um I want to go ahead. No, you go, go ahead, brother Andrew. I know that I I didn't get a chance to because I was uh doing something in the moment. Um, okay, no worries. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I wanted to go back to the very beginning of this part of the conversation. We were talking about the uh the evil, and then going into doing the natural things of of life and how they are now perceived as evil at this point in time. Well, when we look up the word evil, we understand. That when we verse in the word, we get the word live. Live. So anytime we look at the word devil, we look at someone that lives. Well, this is running thing going on here. That once the occupation took place, because now we're dealing with occupation. Uh, mm-hmm. We're dealing with an occupying of the mind instead of controlling of the mind. See, there's mm. a difference here. When you occupy the mind, you distract it. You keep it. You keep it uh, uh, distracted upon things that you wanted to pay attention to. But as mm-hmm. far as controlling the mind, then well, that's one of the stories. They have not yet. They have yet to do that. The only, right. the only actual control I've seen of the mind is the military, and where they want you to obey your order on command. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mm-hmm. mind control. But to occupy the mind is how they got everybody in this fix. Right. So now when we go into the word devil. We're talking about all your ancestors that are essentially a combination of that one thing that they call this demon. And therefore, now, all things that come from the beginning of what your ancestors were talking about, the law, the, the laws of nature, the laws of attraction, the laws of the body, the laws of what we call the mind, mm-hmm. are now seen as paganism. But yet, yep. within that concept, those conceptualizations they created another form of it, and now they call it psychology. Now they call mm. it religion. <laughs> so now this darkness has been turned into a light. Because now they tell you by calling you black, it's saying that you're dead. So now you no longer live. You're all the mm-hmm. ones that did live. Whereas we are the ones that now live. We're the light. We're the white people, the right people for now. Right. This is why right. we have to go ahead into the future why the Negro remains stagnant. The Negro can know he cannot go backwards or forwards. He must remain in one place in the middle. And if we want him to progress, which is why we say he is progressing, when actuality he is not, he's just there. He's existing. He's the, the, the Negro, he's like, the Negro yeah. can't change anything until he unnaturalizes himself from the U.S. corporation. The Negro can't change until he realizes that the, 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 the Construction Act that was created for the 14th Amendment was designed to yes. keep you and turn you back into the slave. Until you take those, the Reconstruction period, and you turn that Reconstruction period against them by unvoting for them, the Negro will always stay a Negro. Right, right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Agreed. That, that in itself is very interesting. Because now we're dealing with how they wrote the law. It's kind of like how they gave you the uh, Jim Jones, not Jim Jones, what's his name, uh, John, Willie Lynch. 
I know I'm thinking about Jim Jones. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they gave you the Willie Lynch letter and essentially told you how they will break you into pieces based well break you down to pieces in uh, a, a very mathematical and uh, a very mathematical physiological physiological way. So now you're dealing with uh quantum physics in this case because now they have essentially broke down how he's gonna break down the woman and how he's gonna break down mm-hmm. the man. Mm-hmm. So now this is where the law comes in, because now they have to put that in law. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. And and to just add on to what you said about that Willie Lynch, and this the thing, it took me some time, y'all, to wrap this around my mind, that basically all of the things – the the root of all of the things that have been enacted came through a melanated person first. And Mm -hmm. then the Caucasians are the ones that are executing and carrying it out. Even with that Mm -hmm. Willie Lynch letter, that was written Mm -hmm. by a brother, blew me all the way the Mm -hmm. F up, some professor out of – he was out of a North Carolina university, came out and admitted that he wrote the letter. Now, I feel that he was pro, you know, More but like, nonetheless, <laughs> right, right. But nonetheless, it still had to come through a, a melanated power to resonate, if that makes sense. Let's go here, because uh, I'm. This is what I've been studying lately. I found out the Thirteenth Amendment when they used the word "persons," they turned everybody into a corporate citizen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right. So then, in the, so then later on after that, they came up with that Reconstruction, and I'm going back on this for a reason. They mm-hmm. they they came in in eighteen the eighteen sixty six and the eighteen seventies. They mm-hmm. came in, and they they turned us and told us to vote. Remember, they used to hold the guns and the and, the, and all that stuff, and they used to watch us when we used to go vote, and they used to oh, stand yeah. over our mm-hmm. shoulders every time we made sure that we voted at that time period. You can remember those images and those pictures. Right, So right. then they came up with – then what they did, they came up with the U.S. Naturalization Act in 1870. That was two years after they came up with put, turning us into 14th Amendment citizens. Mm-hmm. And then 100 years later, they, they, they assassinated Malcolm X in 1865 of, of, um, of what? I mean, 1965? Uh, February, yes. 1965, February 21st, they assassinated him. 1865 mm-hmm. of August, they came up with the Voting Rights Act and turned everybody into a slave. Three years mm-hmm. later after that, they right. assassinated Martin Luther King. So in mm-hmm. order to get your understanding, you have to separate from the United States Corporation, Corporation. and get your indigenous right. status back. Exactly. Right, right, right. Will, Willie Lynch can only go so far. Right. When you go out, just like even say, for instance, when Obama became president, they, they couldn't even get anybody to vote. Before that, because people were done voting, so they sure used was. this brother. Yeah, and they used this brother, yeah. got us out there, and they got financially supported after we went out there and used our bond as the slaves. Uh, tell it and now. Our signature 
and brought the energy back into their power because we voted right. for a house nigga. Right. This is true. This is true. Right. That's right, because so it brought this, everyone back under their jurisdiction. You're absolutely under their right. Jurisdiction. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. You so what you have to do, you need to counsel your voting rights, get rid of it, go to the Secretary of State and send a cancellation form and let them know that you will no longer support them because the DMV does not report it to them. You have to do it by yourself and make sure you get a tracking number and get out of it because how did mm-hmm. we all participate in Babylon? And I'm not talking about old Babylon. I'm talking about mystery Babylon, the Babylon right. of whores and demons and devils. How did we participate if we didn't know that we were in Babylon by right. voting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, right. Yep. Yep. But they started that paper trail stuff when uh, King James came over here with that expedition. Mm-hmm. Once he went back, and put his little funky-ass paperwork together to put patents on land, that's when the paper uh, the paper wars or death by words or war by words started. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And, and just like with the Voting Rights Act, we gave them permission to come into our neighborhoods and take us down because we went out in 1965 and Martin Luther King was a co-conspirator with them Jews. Let's keep it real. He was a co-conspirator with them, and we went out there and voted. And in the 70s, what they do, they bombed Philadelphia. They bombed all those places, took all these places mm-hmm. down in the 70s mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we co-conspired with them. And we gave them right. authorization to come into our communities to take us down because now we're considered U.S. citizens. Right. Well, not, not just not just citizens. That's all I got to keep in mind. They're also enemies of the state. Right. True that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it, it's like what we're talking about now. What we're talking about now, essentially, you're moving ourselves from their uh, their uh, corporation. Uh, you also got to keep in mind that in doing so. Uh, there must be um, initiatives and backup plans uh, created from this point because they expect that. They right. want you to do just that. So there's, that will activate their plan. So if you don't have any um, backup, uh, you know, armies and militaries and things that will essentially put you in, uh, you know, the graces of your own protection, your own strategy, your own system, then it would be all or not. We'd be doing this for nothing. Just to simply say, right. no, we got to remove ourselves. And that's, that is imperative. That must be done. Have to change the name. Have to eradicate the whole black thing and the African-American thing because, you know, this creates the fairy tales. By calling right. you right. black, this essentially says you no longer exist. By saying you're African-American, right. African-American, that is, you don't exist. You're just a legal right. character. Yep. So right. once we eradicate the names, of all the corporations of Africa, the corporation of China, the corporation of mm-hmm. Japan, mm-hmm. all these corporations, none of them exist. No nope. such thing as a Japanese. They didn't call themselves Japanese. No such thing as a Chinese. They would call themselves Shinites before they called themselves Chinese. Mm-hmm. So it's mighty funny, but that has to be done. You have to have plans of action in case anything takes forth in which they want to counterattack because 
I've come to this theory in my own mind, essentially, I guess, that they put this information out there just so that we can't react against it or against them yeah. by learning what they mm-hmm. want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good points. Very good points. Brother, did you have anything else you want to put on it, 661? No, that's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. Um, you want me to put you back on mute or you want to just – um, hang out. It's I'll totally up to you. I'll hang out. I'll put myself on mute. Okay. Okay. You know you you know how we roll. You could just chime yeah. in um, when when you feel necessary. Okay. So the other thing in uh, chapter four, then he goes in on um, astrology. Um, what did I want to get out of this? I think Brother Sean went over this. Uh, No, you go ahead, Brother Sean, because my notes, I'm not liking how my notes look. So you go ahead on with that one. (laughs) Thy replies to him, but methinks these means, which you call the school and rudiments of the devil, are things lawful and have been approved for such in all times and ages as in special, this science of astrology, which is one of the special members of the mathematics. So, you know, they was like, wait, going back and forth. That's why I say arguments. You know, he telling him, look, no, dude, no. This, no this and see, that's where right I kept getting that. confused because I didn't see it as an argument because I'm like, well, why is one contradicting the other? So now it makes more sense to me. Okay. No, you're right. Because he did say, wait a minute, this is science and mathematics. So what are you talking about? That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Which I just found fascinated that they put all this in this book. But I'm sorry. Go ahead on, Brother Sean. And if he comes back with there are two things which the learned have observed from the beginning in the science of the heavenly creatures, the planets, stars, and such like. The one is their course and ordinary motions, for which that is called astronomy. I mean, just a minute ago, what knew how it was evil? <laughs> See, that's why I kept getting that's why I'm like, wait a minute, blood. You just said <laughs> a chapter ago that it was evil. So a now you're saying, ago. okay, a paragraph ago. Okay, so but now you're saying, oh, but no, you know, but to track the um the the planets and the stars and the motions and the seasons. That's cool. I'm like, okay, you confused yourself. <laughs> Because you double-talking here. Right. And he goes on to saying, this art indeed is one of the members of the mathematics, and not yep, only sure but most but necessary con- and commendable. Yeah. But, uh, yep, but commendable. That's what I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, wait a minute. So you admit that the use of astronomy is an art and one of the members of mathematics. Mm-hmm. It is not only lawful, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here because I didn't 
write out the whole thing he said. It is not only lawful, but also commendable. Okay. So now this proves that, okay, yes. Most necessary. Most necessary. Now, this is very, very powerful, family. This is extremely powerful to hear this come up out of the king's mouth. Okay, they ran his ass over here to run his ass back over there to put a patent on the lands on the Americas. Talk about how important um, astrology is, that it's a form of mathematics. This is the same thing that um, as we bring it up to date, that uh, a lot of the teachers have been telling our particular um, us, have been telling us, the melanated people, about metaphysics and how the realm is governed by mathematics. So I'm saying all this to say that the the rulers or the controllers or the colonizers or the invasion or the elite, whatever the heck you want to call them, are using metaphysics slash mathematics slash astrology, okay? These are your sciences that they are using. I'm sorry, go ahead on, Brother Andrew, go ahead. And and, and it's very very imperative uh, to understand because uh, even when you go into the the understanding of the compass and the scale, and uh, and the square, that is, (laughs) Uh, we, we, have to cre- we have to credit that to the uh, navigator in um, King Zussolini, who essentially taught them that when he was drunk with them one night. Mm-hmm. And in his stumper, they, after he told them the secrets of being drunk, because you know how people get drunk and are smoking. They're going to tell the truth. Right. All. <laughs> right. <laughs> he started telling them the secrets. He thought he could trust them. They're like, oh, yes, no, I like you, brothers. I could trust you, Europeans. So he started telling them. And after he told them, he found himself awakening from a dungeon. Why am I here? Oh, mm. good. You told his secrets. Mm. Now we can leave you here to rot. And that's where he ended up for the rest of his life. Wow. So after teaching them that science, because they had no idea what it meant. So mm-hmm. now they use the, 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 uh, the confidence in the square as if it was something that they always knew. It's just the same with the uh, medical industry. As soon as we taught them just the, the compound yep. that was necessary to create a pill, that's when they started making pills. But then they killed the man that was responsible for them and mm. put another man's face named Hippocrates as the yep. one responsible for it because he's the one that killed the man that told him how to make the pill. Yep, and which is why they take that oath, and which is the root word of hypocrite, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. So these are these are liars, but but let them tell it. We didn't do anything. None of the ancestors did anything. <laughs> they just was living. Right. Right. Let intent. them tell it. Let them tell it. But that's where where they got everything from, and even that 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 um that compass. Let's talk about that because we've talked about this a little bit before when you went into the triangle. But what other powerful? Secret society organization uses that compass as their symbol and their logo. 
place people that call themselves the Masons. I mean, the exactly. Freemasons. Exactly. Right. Now, we, uh, now and it's funny because. I'm sorry, go ahead, oh, brother. Okay. No, 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 go ahead, brother. When you're dealing with the Freemasons, you're dealing with a people that were free from the Masons. So now the Mason had to free these people, essentially teach them the things they know. And it's funny because even though that's what they have done, they have taken the things they have taken from us, uh, they still give you some form of veneration. They, they hated Hannibal, but yet Hannibal, they respect Hannibal, and they still tell you he's one of the best biotechnicians of all time, if not the greatest in their eyes. Mm-hmm. But yet, mm-hmm. they say we defeated him. Now, I, I beg to differ with that story because when we're dealing with the, uh, that timeline, we're dealing with a timeline where it was predominantly black or quote-unquote right. black. So right, right, right. even the Scipio Africanus would have to have been a white man. But mm. I mean, a black, a black, now, a black man. You, you better not. Yeah, I was, was going to say. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't want I you to get yourself trapped in a corner on that one. Go ahead. <laughs> well, this is what they can't do. They can't tell me or any of us that you were, we were ruling wrong, but then tell me that a white man essentially came out of nowhere and defeated this ancient exactly. war, war tribe. That's impossible. Exactly. It's and then impossible. you tell me he defeated him in an area that he is not accustomed to, which is the heat. No. That's impossible. Exactly. That's it's the right. same way even going with Alexander thing, but they tell me he was white too, and I even think different in that equation because his mother didn't come from Greece. Mm-hmm. But they tell you her bloodline was. Even when we deal with Nero, we're dealing with a black man, or at least a black man that's uh, been mixed with another type of melanated race. Right. That he essentially took on a lot of form. They tell you that he burnt down Rome when in actuality we're talking about the Christians. Mm-hmm. They were responsible for going to war with him because he didn't want their religion in his city. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we understand that the the Christian were the people that pretend to be the priests. They wanted yep. to be like him, but they couldn't be. So they were the imposters. But no, everything along comes along with that. But uh, I just want to go back to the last point I wanted to make about the um, we were talking about the evil and how to reverse things. It was at mm-hmm. this time when the reason why they start reversing things and making them whereas now it's evil instead of it being uh. You know, at one the, the point was good, quote unquote. Right. Uh, that was in the Renaissance era. So in the Renaissance era is when they started looking at things from now a good and evil perspective. Because when you were in the Dark Ages and you were in the other ages that exist, the bronze and the silver, mm-hmm. there was no such concept of a good and evil. You seen everything as singular, but you seen it as mm-hmm. many attributes, so it was pluralistic in a singular body. But yeah, when you got into the Renaissance, this is when everything started changing. Now they started looking at things from another level. Oh, that's old, so now it's evil. This is new, so this is good. So now your separation Mm -hmm. from what they put in the Bible, your separation of light and darkness took place. We separate the light from the darkness. Now the light will be the new, be the new thing. It'll be the hit. Where it's black, mm-hmm. that's old school. We don't even, you know, it's oldie the goodie. It's cool and all, but now it's evil. Right. 
makes a lot of sense. Makes and then a the lot of sense. Reconstruction came in, and mm-hmm. that's when they reconstructed everything from the quote unquote good. Now the the darkness was engulfed by the light, and you along with it. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, and I see you eight three two and three one three. I'm coming to you, sweetheart. So, in other words, it was really the changing of the energies or influencing the energies. I, I let me back that up. It was influencing the consciousness of the populace to shift the energies. I needed to reverse that. Yes. That's essentially what they keep doing throughout these different ages. And again, I'm going to point out the further away we moved from the tree of life, the, the and I'm going to say trees because they deserve that honor and respect. The trees of life, the trees of knowledge, the further and further we went into slavery from a consciousness perspective, as well as uh, some cases physical perspective, as well as paperwork bondage servitude. So it makes absolutely perfect sense. Absolutely perfect sense. So I'm going to bring on uh, 832 and then uh, 313, I see you. Sweetheart, I'm coming to you. 832, your line is open. Brother! Hey, brother! (laughs) My sisters from other misters! You know I got to say it. Feathers up, yes, brother. Yeah. That is that. <laughs> Sean, Andrew, my brothers <laughs> from other mothers. You're giving us a Grecian. Greetings. Give us that from Mount Olympus. Like Brother Sean likes to throw them thunderbolts down tonight. <laughs> you know. Hey, bro. Uh, hey. You know, I was thinking about just one specific thing to, to tie the timelines that you were uh, stretching for, Rhonda. I believe, and you can correct me, Sean, or whoever has the book, the date was 1603 that I think King James the uh, Five of Scotland, James the First of England, uh, traveled mm-hmm. over here. Yep, you're right. Now, we've had discussions that have gone through a timeline of, the mag- <laughs> when we're talking about this Magna Carta, twelve fifteen, Dom de Versus, the Doctrine of Discovery, fourteen fifty two. These are laying the, these are the, the fundamental uh, yeah. cornerstones and foundations, right? Of what King James has now been gone. Now, ironically, when I'm listening to y'all describing this demonology. Mm-hmm. And having been raised Catholic, so let me quantify what I am saying. Oh, wow. The Catholic Church yeah. creates demons. And then they go and exercise them. Now, so when we start discussing divide and conquer, and what's being played out in contemporary times now, I go create a problem, cause you to have, uh, you know, detrimental impact. 
And then I come to you and say, well, I can solve your problem. Mm. Isn't that the premise of what's been going on for millennia now? They come over here in in the most, uh, you know, recent manner of which they do things is to hand you the Bible, tell you until you convert, and the option is always convert or die. And, and while you contemplate on that, let me, uh, I'm going to set up stakes over here. So then I'm going to now survey the land, right? Isn't that what you were saying earlier, Rhonda? The surveyors come in. What's, what's the purpose of the surveyors? And by the way, they use the compass. They use the square, and they put it down on a piece of paper. And by the way, on a compass, uh, another thought for you to consider, a compass is a triangle, uh, Rhonda, that turns things yeah. into circles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the triangle is the base, is what is flat on a piece of paper or whatever map that you're using. But it, it makes a perimeter in a circle, right? Then we go and place the square, which is the foundation of any structure. Now, when people do these things, aren't, aren't these just boxes of one form or fashion? Isn't putting mm-hmm. something in a box incarcerating something, caging something? If we come, and I, and I love what you're pointing out, Brother Andrew, uh, Avatar is, is a very, that, that's an addiction of, almost for me. You know, they're working on the second one, Rhonda. I don't know when it's going to be released. I, Maybe 2019. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the the two things I'd like to point out about Avatar and Predator, which I find intriguing, is dreadlocks. Now, you notice these were giant beings, the Avatars were giant beings that were blue. And when you look Throughout the pantheon of God, what is it, something like in the tens of thousands of gods in Hinduism, Buddhism, or what you consider to be the Eastern mysticism, their gods, they paint blue, don't they? Uh-huh. They paint them blue not to actually acknowledge their melanated origin. Right. But even in doing that, they still have to pay some acknowledgement other than saying it's white. Now, what we're dealing with here, unfortunately, and this is where this divide-and-conquer nonsense comes up, um, Pope, I forgot the name of the Pope, but the one that commissioned Michelangelo, I think it was one of the Borgia Popes, Rhonda, his homosexual mm-hmm. lover was Cesare Borgia. Mm-hmm. That's who he painted mm-hmm. white Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so that's where white Jesus concept comes from. Then you have. Yeah, I didn't know about, it was I a lover. Mm. Oh yeah, well, like I said, you know, Andre or whoever, you know, you can correct me at any time that I might be in error. But if I'm not now, mistaken, see, now, then the uh, next thing he commissioned. Uh, oh, I just want to just cut in just a moment. Just I mean, that's rough. You just cut one second there. Now it's funny because you just mentioned about the Michelangelo and about his lover, and him painting that. Now that this is true. Now, it's funny because it wasn't initially going to be used for that. They wasn't going to use his photo for Jesus. In fact, they didn't have one yet. The whole concept mm. of Jesus was even around. They just, the only thing they had initially was Mithra. So if you wanted to make anything off of Mithra, they could have used his face for that. 